0: Start saw the Podcast. Oh.
1: Welcome to the Celtics Reddit podcast. Ben Vallis here, or as I go by on Reddit, Brutal Gash. Thank you for joining us. Hope you're doing well. We've got Jackson here with us as well, aka Rickman Lives. Jackson, how's it going, man?
0: I'm um, great, man. I'm great. Not as good as you though, for all the uh, for all the listeners out there. Our um, our amazing producer host uh,
1: Ben Vallis is uh, is now father. So yay! hey, thanks very much. Thank congratulations, you. congratulations, oh. my man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm on. Practically no sleep, but um, I'm just vibing off all the energies, uh, not only from obviously being a father to a beautiful daughter, but um, the Celtics being coinciding nicely, in isn't it? Yeah. yeah, she was, she was early, <laughs> man. Gifts. She wanted to uh, to get out in time to see the scrimmage game. So she's a diehard fan like myself, yeah. obviously, the regular was, season wasn't she's, enough. <laughs>
0: she's never known anything other than Tatum, too. That's right. Born in the era. What a time to be alive. (laughs) Which Which we will get to, I'm sure.
1: Absolutely. Well, look, we've got multiple Celtics games to discuss, if you can believe it. And a little later, we're going to get to the Celtics... Reddit recap as well, but as far as the scrimmage games are concerned, I kind of want to focus on yesterday's Gino win against the Suns for obvious reasons. We won that game and didn't look like total shit. Um, (laughs) Not an easy first half against their starters, Jackson, and still um, plenty of rust throughout the entire rust uh, from the Celtics perspective. Um, Let's start broad, yeah? So Jackson, your, your overall impressions from these first two scrimmages?
0: Uh, okay. So rusty as hell um, and susceptible to a, a dominant big man performance. Uh, so that was quite alarming. Um, but you know, it's a scrimmage, so you have to treat it as such. Um, and then an obvious improvement into, uh, into um, the Phoenix game uh, wasn't entirely convinced by our starting unit, but um, our, um, our second unit uh, rather, uh, namely guys like uh, Treymont Waters, uh, Romeo Langford, uh, hell, even Vincent Poirier, I thought had, um, didn't look too bad either. And, and, um, um, so that was encouraging too. But again, a scrimmage. So um, I'm not overly convinced either way, but um, I think seeing the progress in like even the space of a few days is is encouraging to me. What do you think?
1: Definitely. I think uh, we can all agree the OKC game was a bit disappointing. Like there was so much hype and build up uh, even just emotionally, from the fan perspective, to finally see our guys take the court again, and, and it was a bit of a bed shitting from the Celtics. They just didn't hundred I mean, percent. Everyone's going to look rusty, but they unfortunately looked rustier than Chris Paul and and the the Thunder there, S- Stephen so, Adams, so,
0: namely, yeah,
1: yeah, who looked like Kareem, um, which I think we'll get to a little bit later. Just as far as how the the dominant bigs um, ha- have been, just that, just dominating us in these mm. these past couple of games. But um, it was really nice to see against the. Sons yesterday just that improvement really end to end like even guys like carson edwards and stuff who you really expect nothing from looked a lot better mm. um jalen brown though so let's let's start with him user goducks10 wrote on the postgame thread really love the way jalen is playing in the bubble rest of the starters played much better than the last game obviously and, and nice to see kemba back out there. But Jalen Brown, definitely leading the way in terms of just dudes being in shape. Uh, a really efficient 21 points against the Suns and scoring in a variety of ways. Perfect from the free throw line as well. Um, shout out to Joe, who's not with us tonight, but I know he would be <laughs> tickled pink by that that stat alone. Um, Jalen though, like honestly, um, kind of reminiscent of early in the season where he came out strong and it looked like maybe he'd be the all-star instead of Tatum. He just looks confident and decisive, um and he is scoring efficiently and at will it seems
0: yeah jalen bubble brown Tell you <laughs> <what>. Bubble
1: MVP. <laughs>
0: so from, from what we've seen so far, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, you can't complain about twenty-one points. You know, fifty um, percent from three, seven from thirteen overall. Um, yeah, fantastic performance. Good, like assured sort of leaders' performance. Uh, I thought. Um, uh, but if we're talking about like leaders and stuff, you know, I'm still I'm still struggling to go past Marcus Smart because I think particularly in the um, in the Phoenix game, he had his moments in the, in OKC as well. But I thought particularly the Phoenix game, he he looked really sharp in, at moments as well too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Brad Stevens, who, by the way, is the only person who I think can pull off the Kelly Green polo shirt and khaki slacks look, yeah. effectively. <laughs> no one else can do it. <laughs> only Brad. Brad. Brad commented after the, the OKC loss that it was um, amazing to to watch how Chris Paul controlled the game vocally. And I think maybe Marcus Smart made a concerted effort to to do that against Phoenix. And you can kind of mm. hear it. It's one of the benefits of, of watching this bubble format is you could hear Marcus Smart talking both on the bench and on the court, um, his way through that game. And he was much louder than anyone else on the court. And it really showed, um, really impressed by Marcus Smart as well. Like there wasn't a lot of talk of him on Twitter or in the post game thread but he just looks like way more polished as a like a pure point guard. I was kind of getting like Dennis Johnson vibes from him just in terms yeah. of his um ability to to run the offense there.
0: Yeah, maybe Marcus Smart's like like ultimate sort of form is when he kind of goes unnoticed like he's just doing all yeah. the, the, the the total like badass leadership stuff like like also like great defense and whatnot but like you always feel like there's games where he's like just hot from three and normally like <laughs> like nail biting like really oh god things but when he's like you know not as 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 evident and there's like other guys shining around him you know he's doing like his job like just like going about it under the radar and performing really well so it might be something to that too but um yeah I, I think he'd definitely be taking um cues from um guys like chris ball and whatnot and uh and we can too now that we can hear um you know this crowdless bubble um and you're getting all this um, extra um chatter from the players it's something you've never experienced uh in, in in basketball before like at least at the nba's level so um yeah i'm loving that as
1: well no, it's insane, and uh, I think like Mike and and Skal have done a really good job of um, talking over that and sort of a, allowing a combination of like what we're used to from them and like some of those backing yeah. TD Garden arena sounds, but also them just like acknowledging the difference uh, of this format and uh, and just kind of going with it. So I think they've they've handled that really well.
0: Yeah, and another thing I noticed that's sort of subtle is that it's not um, uh, Celtics announcer guy doing the, um, the, the like Jaylen Brown like it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. just some random it's like so 2k it's like two- 2k announcer yeah, guy like precisely yeah generic so,
1: announcer possible just yeah just neutral field so um yeah i guess yeah. that's what you gotta go with yeah yeah absolutely so yeah props to to jalen brown and marcus smart there i think um they're probably leading the way over the, the past two games of just in terms of impressive celtics and, and guys who have held their form also mm. interesting on marcus smart he was one of the the handful of nba players who um who did like Get coronavirus, get COVID nineteen. Yeah, true. Yeah, he did too. And 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 Rubio as well, who we saw today, and Russell Westbrook, and like all three of those guys have looked really good so far. So like promising (laughs) signs from like a global health standpoint that like you can pull through. At least if you're an elite
0: athlete, wouldn't wouldn't that be controversial? It actually (laughs) like improves you as a basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly (laughs) all these guys like bizarre effect of COVID nineteen. If you survive it and you happen to be like decent already, it just elevates your game. So all right shit well i guess that means Gobert's is going to be like you know like (laughs) (laughs)
1: like like
0: 10 times the defensive player he once was but uh yeah yeah
1: buy some shares in uh, Postmates because if that's the case all these guys are suddenly getting a, a surplus of delivery food just trying to oh. trying to get that Floridian Lebron uh, will, Lebron will
0: inject it into himself and then he'll just be like Decepticon or something
1: <laughs> amazing post-COVID Lebron it's like his fifth career peak oh my god yeah <laughs> his, his beard goes all dark again the grey is rescind he's <laughs> like wearing a, a ventilator like yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's just them. Um, <laughs> oh shit We should talk about Jason Tatum, user Ezenk91 writes, I know he made a few shots, but Jason Tatum is still very rusty, agreed, Uh, Hmm. I'm not worried, he says, but I will if he looks like that in five games, and then user Siakam is overrated, Adam, his drives to the rim look like they did last season and early this season, Uh, thoughts on Tatum so far, Jackson?
0: Yeah. Um, my, my biggest concern, um, probably going to the bubble, like all like worst case scenario aside, like injuries and stuff was just Tatum would lose his mojo. He Mm. would just kind of not be what he was and it would be unrealistic to expect him to, you know, continue that month he had prior to lockdown. Um, Uh, to continue um so we had to expect a regression in some form but yeah look i think we still have to just put it down to to the scrimmage in some respects i think the rusty you look almost not necessarily the better but like you'd rather it happen now than happen you know certainly against you know the bucks on saturday Mm -hmm. um so if, if, if it takes just this game and maybe even the next game i think against the rockets is it yeah. To look so. to, yeah. to look to look a little bit rusty. But again, same as I said earlier before. If I can just see that little improvement or that uptick, like if he can get if he can have a game closer to what Jalen had today, like I mean that would be great, obviously. But I think if he can get closer to that not looking as um looking more like himself, more like his pre lockdown self, then that would be outstanding.
1: Yeah, well it's interesting to like to make the comparison between Tatum and Brown, Scal made a, an interesting point on the on the call today, or yesterday rather um, that high skill-based players often take longer to get back into form. And, mm. and while Tatum, he might be the most visibly rusty player, he, he actually did have some really nice stretches against the Suns, particularly late in the first and early in the second, where like, just for a moment there, he kind of resumed that like February form. And he had like a couple of these sidestep threes and like some of these sort of... Uh, I think he came off a, a tight screen and pulled up for a, for a three as well there. Yeah. And, and just kind of like... We saw that familiar Tatum that we all fell in love with earlier this year. So it is coming back. He did appear to sort of find what he was looking for there. But yeah, to Scal's point, um, because there's so much more finesse to his game as opposed to being, I guess, more of a power player like Smart and and Jalen Brown, it, it might take him a little bit longer. Um, and you know, for that we can be thankful for these scrimmage games, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that too. But another thing that should be considered is also the hair. Um, <laughs> yeah, huge, <laughs> huge. Do point. We, rem- how we, we remember? How we remember
1: bringing this up now?
0: <laughs> do you remember like? Do you remember like 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 long long time ago when uh, Kyrie Irving had the afro and he was terrible?
1: Yes. And the then, Hendrix. And then he sh- and then, yeah, and
0: then he shaved it off, and all of a sudden he was like he was it was Kyrie again. Mm. Well, I think if we get about a, a significant. Um, uh, Stretch of form from Tatum that is um, well below average. Then I think I think clipper off and I think he'll be okay again. Hopefully not because yeah. I don't mind the look. I know Joe that said Joe said a- in the chat he he dug the look and I mean I'm starting to grow with it too compared to what it looked like fucking earlier, fully lit. So um, yeah, let's let's hope it stays.
1: I, <laughs> 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 I hope fully lit Tatum stays, but um, it could be a problem. Like how quickly can we get a barber to his his room in, uh, Shit, in Disney yeah, World yeah, tra- there? if if needed? Like can, have can to be a bubble just they'll have to yeah, be a bubble can, can barber. Can or, or one of the rookies just like pop over with with some uh, some shavers, some clippers, and just uh, and shave him down and give yeah. him a nice fade? Or I bet LeBron's I got know. his own.
0: <laughs> I bet LeBron's got his own barber entourage that's come that, that's that's entered the bubble with him perhaps um so maybe can get his guys but uh, we're on the same hotel you know so um but no 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 i'm sure i'm sure if, he, <laughs> if it's if it's an emergency and they need to get them in yeah they'll just they'll just do it themselves and he can come out with a little bit of a hack job there might be little patches here and there it might look like shit but if hey if he starts dropping like 40 again then give me patchy tatum
1: <laughs> yeah or uh hair gordon the, the the master of the nba haircut Gordon of Hayward course. could just pop, yeah. pop around with these. Uh, I'm sure what he brought with him is like some sort of expert barber, like fold-out kit of all kinds of razors and different sure. lengths and things like that. So For sure. Anyway, I think that's uh, that's enough <laughs> for one podcast. Um, sticking with Gordon Hayward, though, user from Lurker to Poster wrote, Hayward gets the game ball. I, I think I agree with this one. 17 mm. points on 6 of 10 shooting... Three of five from deep, six boards, three assists with only one turnover. Daddy's always happy. And more importantly, Boston gets the win. Uh, yeah, mm. Hayward, I, I talked about Jalen reminding us of his early season form. Hayward, uh, at least after maybe halfway through the first quarter against the Suns, reminded me of that that pre-Spurs game hand break. Uh, Hayward, yeah. he just kind of, he had that confidence. He was zipping around the court a lot more quickly and seemed to be um, like more... Uh, content with his third option role and, and sort of playing in his lane, so to speak.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. He also had like one of the lone like defensive highlights in the paint for us too. Like he blocked a shot early on totally. um, and yeah. that was like the only <laughs> thing that happened in there for the rest of the game. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. Fantastic to see him back. Um, alarming that we are, we know we are going to lose him at some stage if we go on a deep run here because he's going to leave for his, um, for his son to be born and we can't yeah. begrudge him that. But uh, wouldn't that just be... <laughs> Wouldn't that just be extra annoying if he just all of a sudden becomes like just fantastic
1: again? It's like, oh no, Robins in labor. Off, see you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's like, all right, all right, dude. <laughs> That's <laughs> in play. That's totally in yeah. play. There's, there's no like, it, it's completely reasonable that given all the rest and the added time since that initial horrific injury that. Like why Why wouldn't he now Be the best That he's ever been In a Celtics mm. uniform And why wouldn't that Be absolutely devastating For us as fans For him to like yeah. Obviously have to go You know For a very good reason You would
0: understand that More than anyone now too Absolutely like, oh, Of course he's gonna 100% do that, right? Yeah
1: I had to leave yeah, My very important No what I can't follow that up I have nothing yeah. else going on <laughs> <But> <laughs> You're in a meeting or something Yeah it's like, like What, what was no, I gonna shit. say there Sorry guys <laughs> But you know he He is going to have to Flee the bubble At some point And And um, it's early days. These are scrimmages, but he is looking very, very good. The porno stash uh, is, in my opinion, his best look yet. Um, sure. and he's got the game to boot so you know yeah. um that's that's potentially going to be a, a bit of a rough patch uh deep in the playoffs if we make it that far
0: yeah he needs he needs another form i think we're going to come up with like bubble aliases for all of our guys too i think bubble hayward you know with like the, the porno stash and like the fucking disheveled like sort of look slightly um yeah if he if he turns up i'm gonna be <laughs> i'm gonna be stoked and i'm gonna be equally devastated when he leaves too but uh you know i'd rather have that and face that bridge later on than um yeah him uh him disappointing again, sadly.
1: Totally, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's, it's good to see from, from Hayward, who's obviously had a, a, a rocky Celtics career thus far. Before we move on, I, I do have to circle back on Tatum. I think we'll get killed on Twitter if we don't mention his defense and his playmaking. Uh, like, his shooting is not being great other than those few stretches that we mentioned. But even, like, within the first 30 seconds of the OKC game, like he, he made a really good backdoor cut pass to... To Hayward, um, and that passing, particularly out of like double teams and traps and things like that, because um, like he has been the focal point of of both the OKC and the the Phoenix defense, uh, but he's been passing out of those those traps and those double teams so so well. And mm. the shot's going to come, um, which is just going to add an extra element of danger to his game. But it's it's awesome to see that despite the rust, that is one part of his game that is um, is like still flowing nicely. So, yeah, well, I had to bring well, that up.
0: Well, that was like the one thing we were saying like when he was like going like in supernova. It's like, man, if he just develops like a passing game, being able to get his way out of like um, double teams and whatnot, then that's just going to be the next step. And um, maybe that was what he was prioritizing, you know, uh, throughout training in the bubble as well as like fitness yeah. and whatnot. You know, it's like the shot, you know, I know that will come. I can get into the rhythm of that suite. So let's work on something else. Maybe that's something there. So yeah, look, if, if he can if he can maintain that or like continue to improve on that. And get his shot back then yeah we're uh we're, we're good i think
1: yeah yeah uh, brad stevens zoom call hey uh jt let's let's put on our polo shirts and our uh, and our khaki slacks and let's watch some film and, and teach you how to, to pass yeah. out of these double teams and uh yeah. you know they've clearly done a lot of that and it's clearly working really well for tatum so well, it's I really guess, good to see well
0: i guess you didn't need a hoop during lockdown either you can just like pass <laughs> like just try and like pass the ball like through like your doorway and stuff i don't know
1: yeah <laughs> <Potentially> <laughs> it, yeah <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? So uh, back to Reddit user Siakam is overrated. Um, I wanted to say sticking with the elite players, but no, we're talking about Brad Wanamaker here. He had nine, oh, points, <laughs> four, nine points, four boards, four assists, a steal, and just one turnover. Got to the line, says Siakam is overrated. Hit a catch and shoot three. That's about as well as you can hope from a backup slash third string guard, yet he still gets so much unwarranted hate on this sub ad on Twitter. Why? Why, Jackson? Why is that the case?
0: Yeah. I think everyone wants, like, the, the backup guard to be, like, you know, if Red Van Vliet sort of just. Yeah. Production-wise and stuff, and I mean, Smart is like that, but it's a different thing altogether. Marcus Smart, so no, I think I think people just want something a bit more dynamic, and he's not dynamic. He's a, he's a fundamental sort of guy. Are going to be good good on the Spurs, um, and yeah, no. So he just does a job for us, and I mean, shit. If that, if that's the stat line that he's going to give you, like every night, and the effort that he does, like particularly in that in that second unit which we touched on, looked looked all right. Um, then yeah, we're, I, I'll be quite content with him. But yeah, it's going to be in a situation where if Kemba goes down, um, and we've got another scoring option that's. Depleted, and Brad Wanamaker's in there, like you know, in key minutes uh, more than usual, and he can't, you know, go beyond nine points or thereabouts. That's when the hate comes from. But it's unfair of it to expect him of him. So look, I- I'm I'm very satisfied with his effort. I have been all season, even if you know, in those moments, he does let you down slightly. But you know, happens. yeah,
1: I think it's similar to to Marcus Smart, how you mentioned. Like if you if you don't notice the things we hate about them, like in Smart's case, the poor decision-making that goes along with all the, the good stuff that we like. It's mm, the yeah. same with Brad Wanamaker. Like, if he just comes in and sort of keeps things ticking and he does stand out with that second unit because it's so rookie-based with, like, Grant Williams uh, and, you know, at, at Tremont Waters and, and, and Langford and and whatnot. Uh, he oh. does stand out as, like, kind of having his head about him and, and being, like, pretty good at what he does, like, quite a, a fundamentally sound player. And mm. and so far in these scrimmages, he's seemed kind of pretty relaxed, and he seems like more of a member of the of the starters team, so to speak, in terms of being in that class mm. of player than he does with the second unit. So I think in that sense, he's been kind of promising. Yeah. But and, got, and he, sorry, he picked no, up I'm, a te- and sorry, I was
0: completely off topic. But he, like he, he also picked up a T for taunting Joel and so, Yeah. Like,
1: that's, <laughs> what do you want? That's sweet. Yeah, a lovable guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, look, we're going to have to rely on him, uh, particularly deeper in the playoffs, when Gordon does have to 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 duck out for a little bit there for the birth of his child. So, um, if there was ever a time where I wanted to learn to love Brad Wanamaker, now is the time. I think we should all get on board with that and and open our our minds and our hearts to him because at some point we're going to re- yeah. be relying on him more than maybe we would have hoped earlier in the year. So promising signs, but um, we'll see where that goes. Um, that that's it as far as like comments we had from the post game thread on on notable performances. But obviously there are you know several other players in the team. Uh, Jackson, is there anyone else who kind of stood out to you? We we talked about Marcus Smart. Like what about like guys like Romeo and, and Tremont Waters and, and stuff like that?
0: Yeah, both of those dudes. I mean, I'll quick mention to Carson Edwards who comes in and you know hits a hits a three and a few baskets. You know, it's it's kind of yeah. rare. But then again, this is technically sort of preseason, so we are in his in his realm. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's his um, wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, nah. Tremont Waters looked fantastic. I thought, uh, yeah, Tremont, I'll also, I'll go with Tremont. I'm gonna name more, but um, yeah, no. Just the way he ca- it was coming in and hitting some um some sweet little passes and scoring and stuff in the um you know when up against you know the uh, the um the deeper end of Phoenix's bench, like the 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 golfing class was like quite noticeable at that stage. Um, and I think that <laughs> that speaks to the you know the, the G League it was it was the G League MVP right or was it the Rookie of the Year.
1: I think he was the rookie of the year, but he was... He was the rookie of the year, yeah. He was like runner-up or he was pretty close to MVP as well, I think. Yeah, maybe. sorry. I be wrong yeah, there. So
0: basically, who, who gives a shit? He's the MVP of the G League. I'm going to yeah, roll with that. He's so. our <laughs> MVP in our hearts yes. our minds. and minds. He, and he came in and actually like had like some of that swagger that you would expect from like anyone that you would classify as an MVP of whatever league. So um, yeah, no, definitely Traymont Waters for, for me.
1: Yeah, it was good to see Traymont Waters getting a bit of love on the RNBA, like NBA subreddit as well. In the post-game thread, there were people without Celtics... Um, Flair, like talking about how awesome he is and how he's definitely got some sort of career in the NBA. Like, the general consensus is that's not as a starting anything, but no. like, a- as a guy, you know, first, second, third off the bench, defined role in that sense. Um, and-, and John Corrales was actually talking about on his pod yesterday, he's going to actually have a tough decision, Treymont Waters, as far as does he take that role? That sort of, uh, obviously not minimum contract, but like, you know, sub 10 million per year contract in the nba or does he go over to turkey ala shane larkin make a bit more money and maybe have a bit more of a prominent career albeit overseas if, if there's is there a way for us to like loan him out to a, a european team or is that
0: not, not possible because that's what i would i would in love football, him to go yeah. out yeah yeah yeah. no i'm getting my, my wires crossed obviously but yeah just somewhere if he could go out and get like first team experience in like a lesser league like like shit come to the nbl I mean, we've got way less coronavirus here, so that's a start. I mean, well, not for much longer, we'll see. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, no, if he could just have some, like, extra, like, playing time and whatnot, like, I mean, a little step up from the G League. Like, yeah, we're yeah. just how we're talking about Wanamaker. He's not, like, the dynamic guy. He's fantastic for what he does, but, like, you feel like Traymond can be that dynamic guy. I mean, so could Romeo, to be fair, but I'm feeling like, like, Traymond is, like, just has more elements to his game. And, um, I think like almost like his size as well too Kind of reminds everyone a little bit of Isaiah Thomas So they're all like everyone's kind of back Going totally. after him I think Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I think
1: anyway. Yeah, speaking of, of small guards We should probably talk a little bit about Kemba Walker, right? Because he did play like yeah, nine minutes today and uh, we all know the, the knee situation, um, or at least we all know the information that's out there. I don't think anyone outside of the organization actually knows what's really going on, but mm. he looked pretty good in limited minutes. He he did, like um, like they mentioned the burst uh, to begin with, and he had the burst. He blew by a couple of defenders and got to the rack. Um, he hit at least one three off a high screen, and those are kind of the two sort of offensively Kemba Walker... Um, like flagship moves that you, you mm. kind of hope to see. Obviously, you know, nothing notable on defense, but it was good that he came out after so much time off plus additional time off based on the injury and and did the sort of things that we were hoping to see from him. So that's that's promising going forward. But, you know, I'm a little concerned. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> quick shout out to celtics reddit user Celtics fan 34 for bringing back the banner 18 boogie aka the bubble boogie um that's obviously been missing from our lives along with everything else celtics related for quite a while and um we saw a celtics win today and if that wasn't enough we saw out of nowhere seemingly the banner 18 boogie as well so had to give a shout out there because um i was one of many who who lined up to 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 give our appreciation to to that reddit user for um for bringing that back into our lives I haven't watched it yet. I'm, as soon as we're off this,
0: I'm, I'm loading it up. 100%. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta I download that, that so, shit. That's an offline oh, mi- video. <laughs> oh, yeah. I missed that
1: so bad. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad it's back. Before we move on, um, Jackson I just want I guess your overall thoughts on the bubble viewing experience like I don't know if you've watched other non Celtics scrimmage games so far but like it is unprecedented it is interesting and I think you could at least begin by saying it's well organized and well put together by the NBA but like what are your what are your overall thoughts there? I've watched a
0: few games actually. I watched, um, I watched um, uh, Lakers, Mavs. I watched um, uh, who did the Raptors play the other day? Was it the Rockets? Yeah, yeah, yeah they lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've watched a few games, and yeah, honestly, it doesn't feel like that much different to me. I think the, the most noticeable thing is there isn't like so many people just like packed so tightly around, um, around the court, and it yeah. makes it feel a little bit more open. It gives it more of maybe like an Olympics vibe as well too. Um, but uh, no, no, I mean, as far as like the quality is concerned as far as the viewing experience is concerned it it 's close enough to the real thing to like for me to um you know not really be noticing it. I think when it 's going to come down to it is when there's those really, really tight games when there 's like you know there's deep fans, and it 's just like you know yeah. really like the crowd is a factor um so I think we'll 'll we'll miss it at that stage, but for now, as far as the presentation is concerned and everyone you know associated with it, as far as the viewing experience is concerned i 'm i 'm totally fine with it. How about you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's like, I guess, not that I have any experience in this this facet of life, but it's um, it's like methadone, I guess, as opposed to the real thing, <laughs> you know, and like, it'll do. sure, yeah. um, <laughs> Like, and, and it sort of scratches the itch, so to speak, um, but I, I'm not sure if over time we'll grow to love it or grow to hate it, particularly in like the playoffs and in those kind of heated moments, like you mentioned, Jackson, where the crowd is kind of everything and not just in the moment but like years later when it's like oh check out this amazing highlight from the 2020 postseason when you know um Carson Edwards hit a series winning three yeah <laughs> and uh, you know there's no crowd it's just like yay there was no racing I'll
0: tell you what I know what's gonna happen someone who's like way more talented than me is going to one when, when these these playoffs are all uh, said and done they're gonna like CGI in crowds like during all these iconic moments and they're gonna like have them like react and stuff like that and um, you know I can I can see that happening now <laughs> so it's like this it's like this is like updated you know crowd imposed um, highlights <laughs> footage um, yeah because yeah yeah if, if it's a really epic like win like let's just say let's just dream for a second it is banner 18 and it's like a Tatum buzzer beater in game 7 against the Lakers and it's just like just a bunch of guys running around with no crowd and whatnot it's going to be like be, be one of my wildest dreams but yeah you're right it's just going to be like that was in like just that was in the garden i I wish wish it was just like all these like lakers fans just like dying like it would just make it like just that much sweeter but i mean you know i mean of course i would take that but um i guess we'll just yeah we won't really know until like it happens and like to to, to really feel because yeah we'll have to just
1: wait and see there's not even like an outside the arena crowd to cut to you know like jurassic park for the for the raptors like there's there's no one there's no crowds no one's congregating um but like I know um friend of the show Larbird 33 very good with Adobe After Effects maybe he can he can whip something up. Yeah. But um time will tell. Made of mine is a baseball fan and the the baseball season recently resumed. I haven't really been watching it. Um I'm still very annoyed at the Red Sox for for trading Mookie Betts and he just signed a 12-year deal at the Dodgers. I digress. Mm-hmm. Um but he mentioned that you could pay something like 400 bucks to um like appear behind the plate. On a televised baseball game and like i wonder if they're gonna maybe make that a thing uh for the nba i guess like you you get like vetted somehow by the league and they like check you out and make sure that you're not like yeah prone to exposing yourself on on live tv or something like someone that. will do it yeah some that, and by someone i mean like lots of people but um joe probably yeah. joe but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the one you least suspect um yeah no 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 i i I get what you mean yeah that would be fantastic if they could impose something um like that um it's a shame that (laughs) to get on like a a sci-fi level for a second it's a shame (laughs) that like vr isn't advanced enough yet where they could like have like the 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 crowd filled with like people watching in vr but as if you're like in a stadium and then they could somehow like record that and create a, a viewer experience at least for like um television Um, I know that's like not going to happen but like I I think eventually (laughs) that would be possible to some degree and this would be very handy to have it now but
1: um, uh, yeah yeah
0: I forgot the point I was making, sorry. No, no, I, <laughs> I, I, about-
1: I totally understand the point. Like there's, there's yeah. platforms like that, like VR chat and things like that, where you can like enter a VR world with an avatar and like see people in that same world and they see you based on how yeah. you wish to present yourself. Like the the technology kind of exists, but um, they just probably weren't able to fast track it, I suppose, for you know, given yeah. the amount of time. Um, but if there was ever a time to innovate in this space, like now's the time to do it, probably will be another pandemic down the road. So um, we're going to need yeah. it. Going to need that's it in the, the future. That's
0: the thing. I'm sure like all of these things, they're taking notes for when it has to happen again in the future. I think everyone's resigned to it happening again. So, you know, we might see the bubble, bubble 2.0 in like, I don't know, like two years, three years or whatever. Just like, you know, <laughs> Too soon. This time it's got VR and shit. and Everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, bubbles back.
1: <laughs> no one will, everyone will be excited. <laughs> oh, God, I can't even think of that. I cannot even think of that. Yeah, um, I, hope, I hope it doesn't.
0: <laughs> I really hope not.
1: <laughs> I did. I did have a note to talk about the the problem with the bigs, particularly like we kind of touched on Aiton and Stephen Adams and how Adams looked like Kareem. Now we're kind of running out of time here. I, I suppose there's not really much to say other than like until we can start hitting our shots from outside and and negating the the bigs that our opposition have on the court they're going to mm. stay on the court and they're going to continue to grab all the fucking rebounds which sucks. Yeah. So. We'll also have we'll also have Daniel Tice playing more
0: minutes and probably being like more like the defensive player he was at the start of the season too. But um yeah, I mean it, it, we've all, we've known this from day 1. We have to go through Giannis. We most likely have to go through Embiid. So
1: it's yeah, we got we got to we got to sort that out. Definitely. Definitely. Um, all right, we're going to take a very quick break and be back in a moment for the Reddit recap. Welcome back, this is the Reddit recap And I've cherry-picked just the one post today And that's a would-you-rather post by user Cole 17 Sadly downvoted for some reason I don't know, I guess the, the people of Celtics Reddit don't enjoy a spicy hypothetical But Jackson, would-you-rather, and this is in the words of, of Cole 17 would Would-you-rather have the Celtics current roster Or a roster where Kemba Walker is <laughs> swapped with both R- Ricky Rubio and Miles Turner? Uh um, yeah, it's a it's a funny one. Straight away, straight away like
0: instinct. Yeah, yeah, I'd do it. I would take I would take Rubio, completely serviceable point guard and also you just get a second player, Miles Turner who is I think com- would would be great for us. Uh so two for the price of one. Yeah, for sure. Doesn't mean I I, I would be thrilled about it. Love camber, but um I just think that makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, well, Kemba's making, on average, 35.5 mil for the next three years at 30 years of age. Mm-hmm. Rubio's making 17 a year for the next two years. Turner, three years left on his contract and 17.5 mil per year. Uh, both of those guys are uh, younger than, than Kemba. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm probably going to attach to the idea of Kemba over the past year based on the the clear chemistry improvement. Like I've got him noted here as the chemistry awesome. king um, of the team. Uh, but then again, the chemistry was at such a low point given the whole Kyrie situation that like maybe that was going to turn around anyway. So how much of that can be attributed to Kemba? Maybe yeah. we, we don't know. Um, the, the contract situation and maybe the the solving of the big man problem with Turner there. Rubio coming off the bench for the all COVID-19 contraction team. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's spicy. I didn't consider that <laughs> post-COVID, Rubio. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think I would, I'd probably take it, you know, with all mm. respect to Kemba and um, the good relationship he has with the fans and the guys on the team. Um, I just can't say no to that contract situation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it makes too much sense from a business um, perspective too. And like, as far as like the, the, the chemistry thing is concerned, I think you have to owe a lot of like the vibe that's coming out of this um, camp uh, to Kemba and like from the team in general, because he just seems like like one of the best people and and like such a, a good professional too. So like that cannot be understated enough, but I think the best thing for chemistry is winning. And I think Rubio and Miles Turner together would probably likely contribute more to winning than Kemba does by himself. And the rest will take care of itself, really.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Um, the The comment thread is isn't all that divided. Like most people are kind of like like I said, it's been downvoted. ketamini Triple Six writes such a random hypothetical. As much as I love Kemba, you got to do the swap, right? That defense would be disgusting, and the offense would still be great. Whereas user Fez John writes two above average role players or a star point guard. I'm taking Kemba pretty easily. Um. I mean, Fez John, I've read your comments out of the pod before. I love your work, but probably not factoring in the Kemba knee issues there and the lack of mm-hmm. defense. Um, I think, like, even just looking at it from a plus minus yeah. or per standpoint, it's a it's a net positive to add Rubio and Turner to this team in in place of Kemba, especially you know considering he's only getting older, his knees are only getting yeah. worse. Um, yeah. yeah, you, sw- you swap
0: you swap, the age or the contract situation in any either of those around and I'm going to probably stick with Kemba, but you know, you don't. It's all in one favor. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I relu- reluctantly say that as a hypothetical. So, I mean, Kemba's still here. It's no problem.
1: Yeah, and it's only going to take one epic playoff moment for us to fall in love with Kemba and to get that irrational, you know, like we have with Marcus Smart or the Jays where you're just like, I wouldn't trade them for yeah. anybody. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, that's that's coming up in our new future. We'll, uh, we'll see. All right, that's going to do it. This has been awesome. We're back discussing actual, real Celtics games. And with that, you can expect more regular podcasts on our feed as well. Um, if you're into it, please let us know in the Reddit comments and rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That would be very much appreciated. The plan, at the moment at least, is to be back on Saturday after that first game against the Bucks. Jackson, love your work, mate. It's Thanks an again.
0: actual game coming up. A, real, a real game. <laughs> Against the Bucks. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. It's going to be sick. Saturday
1: morning, Australian time. Up straight away. 8 30 a.m. Cannot yeah, wait. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, mate. Thanks for coming on. Until next time. Thank you. Go, Celtics. Peace. You no, know sure is nice.